Hi. This episode is brought to you by people like Johnny Mikanen or Joni Mikanen. Sorry about that. Justin Goot, Grant Simonton, Wayne Norris, and Tim Kelly. All of these people went to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and kicked in some money. And it went a long way toward helping us. Once again, that is patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. <laughs> Oh, thank God you stopped. Are you going through White Orchard? Ask grass or gas. No one rides for free. Well, that, may, that makes sense. I mean, you guys need uh, gaseous compounds for your elixirs? Uh, here, here, have some. Mm. Joke, smoke, or stroke. Okay, well, I guess the obvious one there is a joke. Uh, have you heard the one about the envoy and the wine boy? Yeah, yeah, I have. Uh, whatever, get on. Okay. <gasps> So, um, you're a witcher, huh? What, uh, what brings you to this particular horse hitch? Hmm. Cruising for stable Striga, if you know what I mean. Ugh. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, hey, I've always mean I've always meant to ask you guys, is it true what they say about the, uh, the compounds you guys take deadening your emotions? Do you just, like, not feel anything? Hmm. Try me, find out. Oh, wow, okay. Um, okay, so, uh, you're adopted. Did you know that? I found that out. I found it on a note uh, by a river, by a corpse. I never knew my parents. The witcher stole me when I was young. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, okay, well, since you did uh, know your parents, did you know that uh, your mom, the reason why she had you was because the bloody baron got all fresh with her and went uh, all red knuckle with her one night? Did you know that? I mean, it's a cruel world, so... Uh, fuck. Um... Okay, um, imagine, uh, like, there's a monster, right? Like, it's, there's a witch down the field, and uh, it needs, like, babies, what's, right? What's a witch? Is it a Gwent witch? Yeah, so, something like that, something like that. And and, and uh, it needs babies, like, one baby per year. And this whole village, they give it a baby, but the, the witch doesn't eat the baby. The witch just makes the baby feel real bad. So the baby's like, wah, 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 I'm real sad. And then the witch uh, takes the baby and uh, gives it a toy, and then later it takes it away, um, you know, to make the baby feel worse. You know, like real bad. Do you think the baby is worse off with the witch than with her parents? I, in this scenario, yes, yes, okay, yes. In this, ah, God, no sailing me, fucking witchers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, and then the then the the baby gets eaten by a wyvern. That's a thing, right? I'm tired of this. Yeah, roach. Yeah. <laughs> ow. Fuck. Ow. Ow.
My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking about the side quests of The Witcher 3 Blood and Wine. This is our final Witcher 3 episode, Gary. Yeah, yeah, until we do Gwent Ventures, the <laughs> Gwent Journey of the Gwent. Yes. Ah, uh, yes, the, 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 the full deck of cards. Crazy, crazy eights. Yep. yep, crazy eights with Gwent. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, this is, this is it. And, and, and maybe they'll release a, uh, a spinoff in the same world or whatever, but yeah. this at least is, is our goodbye to, uh, to Geralt. And I have a, uh, a special report for you. A spur? Yeah, breaking news. Okay. So, uh, one of the people on our Slack, uh, one of our Slack members, Greyboxer, uh, does a Gwent podcast and such. Oh, And nice. is, uh, otherwise involved. And, uh, overheard us talking about the entire, uh, Envoys, Wine Boys ridiculousness. Okay. And asked one of the developers if there's anything to that. <laughs> like if that's a pun or something in, 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 uh, in the original language. I'm so uh, happy. The no. no. Yeah. The, the answer is no. Uh, it's essentially just supposed to be like, it's like a localization thing. The whole idea is supposed to be just like an envoy from the land, a message from the land of wine. Okay. Essentially. And they just, they just localize it that way to be a little spicier right. and have it rhyme. But the, uh, the, the idea was supposed to be, you know, the wine boys are the messengers and the envoy is like the message. Okay. But in, in, at least in my understanding of, of English, or at least my, my instincts are to think of an envoy as the person, not as a message as a person. Right. So it right. seems like it's, two things referring to the person but so your initial supposition uh, uh, was that it was envoys one voice that like both of those refer to the same people yeah it does it just it was just a silly way to say it yeah like, envoys they're wine boys <laughs> and the uh and and that's not exactly what it was they're going for but that is ultimately you know for lack of another truth <laughs> that is uh that's what we're left with. it wasn't where they wanted to go but it was where they ended up yes yeah <laughs> so yeah Breaking, uh, you heard it here first, folks. Like secondhand from a from the developer. There's not a joke there. <laughs> they just decided yeah. to make up the word wine boys. Yeah, wine boy, like it's a thing. There's no space there. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, so it's a whole thing. Yeah, and I, I, I drank some wine over the weekend. Was I a wine boy? Can you milk me, Gary? Yeah, yeah just 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 uh, just for one. Just one night, you were a wine boy. <laughs> yeah, are you are you a wine guy? No, I'm trying to get a little bit. I'm trying to dip my toes in more um, because Me too. Um, I, I, I have I, I have forced myself to drink enough and like purposefully gotten different vari varietals. Is that what they are? That I can tell the difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I've, yeah, the dark I've, one is warm. What's that? The dark one is warm, and then the the lighter one is cold. Yes. I think that's where I'm. Yeah. Yeah. And you only so. put ice cubes in there if you're a mom, if you're a wine mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though now I, I love that they're actually uh, loosening up wine restrictions. Oh, yeah. In general, like you can you can buy there's like chilled reds. Oh, yeah. Which is a thing. And, and you can you can buy them. And it's like there's a lot of just people just being like, this was dumb to be snobby about this for 500 years or whatever. Yeah. You know, just you, you can make you can make good tasting alcohol and who gives a shit <laughs> right and, and, and you can drink it however you want to it's 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 yeah. okay yeah no there's um, a lot less like final destination fox only wine <laughs> which is like previously how wine worked yeah yeah no it's 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 good it, it has stopped all tasting like robitussin to me um and mm. i've like, like there, there are some good uh varieties of like uh of boxed wine so it's like relatively mm. inexpensive but it's not like franzia you know 
Yeah, it keeps for a long time too. Yeah, like a box uh, having a box of wine in your fridge is uh, no bad thing. Yeah, yeah. So I just yeah. uh, just, just something I'm trying to do. Yeah, trying try, try to expand my horizons. Broaden my taste a little bit. Yeah. What's your uh, uh, speaking uh, what, of robot? Oh, go ahead. What's Sorry. that? <laughs> I was going to talk about some Robotussin, but okay, uh, go ahead. I know this is an abject suffering. Just, uh, <laughs> I don't have a wine of choice. I'm still experimenting. Okay, if that's going to be your question, I just um, go through. Um, there's a there's a box uh, wine that's name I cannot remember. It's like Rebel or Rogue or like Outlaw or something like that. Yeah, it's got a name like that. I don't I don't remember. Um, but Robotussin wise, they made some advancements in the flavors of Robotussin, and I have a raspberry Robotussin that rivals Dimatap as far as flavor goes. Ooh. So gotta say they're doing some good work in the world of uh flavoring medicine to make it seem like candy for kids yeah yeah no i i got onto the uh i, I got specifically um uh, tipped off to the presence slash existence of cough syrup that is meant for diabetics i'm not personally I, I do not personally uh struggle with that um and <clears throat> however the lack of sugar makes it so it doesn't have like a just a terrible a terrible aftertaste <laughs> yeah so yeah. i just i just drink that just yeah, dr- drink it yeah i just i, I just lift it up into my, yeah, into just my that shit like yeah. it's like it's like so tomorrow my, yeah just just pop it up into my foam dome yeah, i just add a little whiskey to it and you got yourself a cocktail yeah you know <laughs> grandpa's cough medicine um, with actual cough medicine yeah grandpa's cough medicine and my cough medicine yeah. together at last <laughs> the, yeah. the grandpa's paradox <laughs> cough medicine <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, oh, grandfather paradox. <laughs> yeah, the worst DC universe character. Um, yeah. So this uh, this episode, we are finishing out our Witcher stuff, our Geralt stuff, at the very least, as we mentioned. Um, and we're going to be doing it by talking about the side quest in Blood and Wine. Yes. Um, and so I've got these ordered in a way, Gary. Um, I'm starting us off with the ones that open up the new systems. Uh, I want to dispatch with the shitty ones, uh, specifically Wine Wars and Night for Hire do the good ones and then end with the contracts so that we can end with the best of these. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Additionally, Gary, the, the notes of the outline that we are uh, working off of are my personal ones. There are some quests that I did not do specifically ones related to Gwent and I didn't do treasure hunts or the fists of fury. So I did the fist of fury, but there's nothing super noteworthy about them. Okay. Like uh, if I recall, Hmm. Like, uh, cause I, I didn't do them this time around. So I guess that's my caveat too, is that in order to get, uh, so I'd played this before I played this in like February or whatever, like after, you know, slowly after we played the main game and then, uh, I replayed it for the show, but I didn't do everything on my replay. Um, there are a couple of them that I missed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always going to skip the, uh, the treasure hunts, even though they are interesting. Like they finally gave those treasure hunts, good stories. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they did start that with hearts of stone. Um, those are worth doing. I just didn't do them this time. And uh, I obviously didn't do anything with Gwent. I'm allergic to Gwent. And then the um, this time around, I didn't do everything. So my memory is going to be a little bit fuzzy, and I apologize for that uh, to you and to, to listeners. Um, but I did do Fist of Fury, uh, and I don't remember anything special about it. I just like the uh, fist fighting mechanics in this game. Yeah. So yeah. and it's an easy way to make money. Mm-hmm. So I, that, I do tend to do those. Yeah, and that's kind of a, that's a little bit of a theme, especially of the shitty uh, side quests, uh, wine wars and knife for hire. They're just put there to be low content ways for you to get a reward. Yeah. Yep. Because you need you need some money, and like also the Fist of Fury thing is a tradition. Like there's been one of those in every area. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, that you've been in. So it'd be weird if there wasn't one. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's, uh, let's get into it with the, again, with the caveat that we're not going to be all inclusive. We're going to do our best. Yes. 
um and forgive us if we uh if we missed your favorite one uh write in about it yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah that would be great actually like and t- tell us about it mm-hmm. yeah uh so the first one i have here is turn and face the strange obviously a bowie reference um and this is where yes. we get a hold of the advanced mutations yeah, and this is really good. I like that this is a mechanical, like you know, way of introducing a new mechanic. Mm-hmm. But they went out of their way to create like good, compelling content for it. Yes. Um, like I, I like this as a uh, as a creepy kind of mad science tale <laughs> when we get into it. Yeah, and I also um, like it that it, uh, it it places the witchers in the world. Um, you know, mm-hmm. n- normally we see everything through Geralt. Uh, and we kind of get the, it's mostly just the haggling and people not understanding monsters is what we see. No, like, like witchers have to come from somewhere and we kind of see a real tragic result of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So this is, um, as you're walking around, a kid will come up to you with a letter. Uh, it's actually from Jennifer and it tells you about this dead professor that she discovered who worked on, uh, advanced mutations. Um, and, cl- and she enclosed a map to his tomb. Yes. Um, which had to find it to go underwater. Yeah. Uh, to get to this. Yeah, and um, he went to great lengths to even hide this. Like uh, the 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 entrance is like in a collapsed ruin under a bridge, so you have to swim to it, and it warps you to you know to someplace else. Uh, this guy, this Professor Moreau, subtle guys, um, a little on the nose. <laughs> yeah, uh, he went out of his way to um, uh, hide hide this out from society, uh, and he even like filled it with traps. Like this is some of the some of the most trap filled content that we've seen in the game so far. Yeah, yeah, and um, and kind of some like light Zelda puzzles. Yeah, as you go into it, like there's that like that are kind of annoying. Like, you're, God, you're, do I? I wish you're shooting panels. There's a word for yeah, you're shooting panels. Like, boy, Ocarina <laughs> of Time. What have you wrought? <laughs> you know, as far as just content where you go in a room and you just have to look at four things and shoot them. Like, <laughs> what have you wrought, Ocarina of Time? What yeah. have you fucking wrought? Because it's so boring. It's like such a bland, like I, I, I had a distinct, I like this quest. I had a distinct moment of being like, this is beneath CD project red. This is a modern <laughs> Zelda shit. Like, yeah. do not make me just like hit the four panels mm-hmm. with a crossbow. Like they give you a crossbow right there, but it's really transparent. Yeah. Um, it's a bummer. A great way to accomplish the effect that Moreau really wanted to um, uh, protect this place would be to have the traps be there, but or like the like the mechanisms or whatever have, but have them be deactivated because of age or wear. But you see the bodies, yeah. and you see, and you read like their diaries and stuff. <laughs> yeah, rather than making me go through it because it's not an additive content. No, no. You know, lighting all the torches in a room is not worth my time. Hitting all the buttons in a room is not worth my yeah. time. And then like, it would be a fun joke about Zelda puzzles. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. That would be great. And you could even have them wearing green or whatever. Uh-huh. Like you'd have have the kid who fell to the trap like wearing like all green <laughs> outfit or something like that. And it would be a cute little Easter egg. Yeah. You know? Um, instead, though, you have to go through some of that bullshit. Uh, when you actually get into the tomb, um, it is this awesome mad science lab. <laughs> and uh, you kind of walk around uh, learning the story of this guy and his son. Um, his son was essentially he was part of the, the gift of surprise or whatever. Like or the gift, the gift of taking, or or that which is taken, which is not given, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, essentially, it was conscript, conscripted, yeah, by witchers um, as a service, as a fee, mm-hmm. uh, and was turned into a witcher. And he spent his life's work trying to like save his son and reverse the mutations, right? Um, turn him human again. Yeah. Um, however, things uh, didn't quite go as planned because most of his efforts, all of his efforts, uh, actually just further the mutations. Uh, so, yes. uh, it went opposite of what he intended to do. Yep. 
And uh, you, you know, as Geralt, you look through this stuff and you're like, hey, I could probably make this work. Um, you need some centipede eggs uh, in order to activate the system. So you have to go hunt down some centipedes. Well, I hate these things. I don't like, I don't hate them as much as I hate the plants. Yeah. I, I think the plants are worse. I think these guys, there's like, you know, second worst monster in the DLC. Yeah. But once I kind of figured them out, like they're, they're just like Yurden, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, bait. Like yeah. You just had yeah. to Yurden them and it, it was not so bad, but they're annoying. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They, they just don't have that everything's exploding all the time plant. <laughs> yeah. And also so you're poisoned and dead right now. Yeah. yeah you get super poisoned by everything on the screen exploding constantly, which is the, <laughs> we'll talk about those guys a lot in Wine Wars, yeah. which is the quest that sees fit to have you go to like six different nodes full of them. So, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but you fight these and then Geralt uh, disrobes and walks into a Dr. Manhattan chamber. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> extremely, uh, extremely Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. Um, and this, uh, we we talked about these uh, in the in the last episode, but mm-hmm. this is a major upgrade. You know, this is this uh, um, unlocks a very cool little way to uh, increase your your control over your build, uh, things like that. And this mm-hmm. is something if you're going to play along or play this, um, it's a good thing to do sooner than later yes I think. um the game even goes out of its way to say like like right after you arrive in tucson like it says okay a kid's gonna come up to you with a letter go and do this as soon as you can <laughs> yeah 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 um which we, we, you know it, it's it's right out there on front street yes so um yeah, yeah we, we we talked about like the useful ones like we talked about uh turning ard into uh into an ice blast i also found it useful yep. to uh to get the high toxicity one which made it so that um i forget what it was um it, it went, when when an enemy hit me they took damage as well as well because my blood was toxic yeah up like three times your toxicity or something like that yeah yeah which is uh which is pretty intense mm-hmm. yeah that's very good yeah um yeah so then you then you have this thing and you can leave <laughs> uh, moving on to Master, 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 uh, in the weird name, the, the Witcher Three weird name Hall of Fame. Yeah, um, all I can think of is that a reference to Catch Twenty Two when Major Major was promoted to Major and then and then promoted to Major Major, so he was Major 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 Major. Maybe I don't know. I don't, maybe 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 I don't I don't know. Uh, the uh, yeah, it's 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 hard to say. Yeah. So. <laughs> but uh this is how you get your gr- access to your grandmaster smith yeah 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 um so you hear about this as well um either a messenger or you read a sign yeah um about there being a grandmaster uh at blacksmith in town uh when you go and talk to him he used to apprentice under an elven smith and uh who once worked for with witchers from all over and he get, tells you kind of gives you leads on all five sets of Grandmaster armor. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're really meant to do all of these. No. I think the idea is you just choose which one you want. <laughs> so I chose the one that I wanted. And every time I went back to him with more uh, with more uh, ingredients, he would say, how's the search going? Like, I'm done. <laughs> I don't care. Find somebody else to get yeah. the others. <laughs> yeah. Get like somebody else is the bear witcher. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, um, so we, yeah. we, we can talk about our own individual ones. So I wanted to get the wolf school cause I wanted to, I wanted to do canonical Geralt. Um, so I had to mm. go into like this wraith infested ruin. Um, there was a dead witcher in there who thought he was taking a, an easy escort job for some scholars. Um, and this is mm. like, this is like a lot of the, uh, a lot of the treasure hunts in that, um, most of this is done through notes pointing you to different locations. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, getting the, the feline gear. Um, I, the main thing I remember, uh, from this, cause I didn't complete it this time around. I only mm-hmm. got some of the pieces again. I'd done this the, the full time before, mm-hmm. um, 
is that it uh and something we didn't talk about in the last episode and there aren't like um there uh are some you know uh side quest content that's directly related to this mm-hmm. but it introduces the haunts yeah uh, into this like the you know the, this uh this group of uh powerful brigands um and uh the feline gear ends up going to a couple of those different places and doing assaults on miniature bases they have mm-hmm. which ends up being a quest in and of itself which i end up really loving kind of despite myself oh yeah um it had a little bit of that feeling of base assault which i love in games you know, mm-hmm. like choosing angle of approach and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like Assassin's Creed or like um, a better Assassin's Creed, like <laughs> Shadow of Mordor or, you know, or Metal Gear 5. Right. Um, the uh, so the so kind of choosing my angle of approach. And then also I'm outfitted by all these kind of big area effect Igni and Ard things. <laughs> so I, I, there aren't very many situations which I fight a lot of dudes. Yeah. And these are all camps full of like 20 dudes. <laughs> um, so these are awesome. So, you know, essentially, you know, I go to a house that leads me to uh, some ruins uh, where I have that. And then there's a, a, a pit with some of those fucking arch spores yeah. um, to kill. And that gives me kind of the rest of the stuff mm-hmm. for this uh, to get my my cat cat gear. Yeah. The, the, um, the, the, those those yeah. haunts or hants or whatever they were. Uh, there was one of them that was like at a they, they had hermit crabbed into a castle. Um, I, I love that one. Yeah, that, that that's like, really good. I, I I kept that I kept that alive. I kept uh, I didn't finish that part of the quest just so I could keep going back and killing them for their swords because you could get their swords yeah, and yeah. sell them for two hundred apiece. Yeah, there, there's a really a uh, way to farm money. Yeah, um, yeah. Those are I ended up doing all of those. Uh, not this time around. I did a few of them this time around. The first time around though, I ended up clearing the region of haunts mm-hmm. and uh, really really liking that feeling. Like that was something that was missing from the the main game as well. Mm-hmm. Like just something, you know, an opportunity to, to get into big fights. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you get your gear. None of these, you know, I'm not going to, I was never going to do all these. Um, it's pretty standard Witcher stuff. There's not too much of a cool, there's like a miniature cool story, but not a great story. Right. You know, um, uh, that you can find through these usually. And, uh, but again, it's, it's up there with turn and face the strange, just something you want to do early on, just so you can start working towards an armor set yeah. that you want to, you know, want to keep. Yeah. And that gear yeah. is, that gear is good. Um, and it's not like the main game where I was motivated to get the, uh, to get the grip and set, not so much because of the powers, mm-hmm. but because I liked the green armor. No, here you can just get the, uh, get the armor that you want and then dye it. Yeah. 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 I love that. Uh, we yeah. didn't really talk about that, but that's something they added in blood wine mm-hmm. was being able to dye your armor. Yeah. Um, so I did pink for my <laughs> cat set. Yeah. Uh, and there's a, there's a hood you can get. And the oh, cat said that like kind of looks like a little kitty hood. It's oh, not quite a little kitty hood. That is very but that's good. real good. Yeah. Like I, I was way into it. Yeah. I just I just like green armor. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um no, like like uh like Link. Yeah. <laughs> uh so we have a couple of bum requests that are mostly uh containers for boring tasks, but we might as well talk about them. The Wine Wars has a little bit of a story to it that's kinda neat, but the things you do is garbage. It sucks the moon out of the sky. Yeah, it's it's a real. Um, this is a real janky. I think this is the worst content in all three games, if you count the expansions. You know, not in the first two Witcher games, but in yeah. all of Witcher three. Yes. Um, so it's just it's also very transparent, kind of what's going on. Like you 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 walk up to a place and there is a like an actuary and two people debating because mm-hmm. uh, they both want to buy the same vineyard um, because their their vineyards are being uh, damaged and they both say the other person is sabotaging it. Yes. So like if you it's not even a Witcher thing. If you played a video game, it's like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> neither of these people are going to be, you know, the person. Right, right. You know, I'm sure. Um, you know, this this is going to be this is going to be some kind of third thing. 
Um, and then they each give you like like six. It's like it's a it's a unusual number of things to do, like chores, <laughs> right? To go do that are all just like real stock mechanical Witcher shit. Like go here and there's some art spores. Go here and there's a bandit. Go here and there's a drowner. Yeah. Uh, what have you? And they're just it's really boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and you fight a thousand art spores. Yeah. So um, we should talk. We, we didn't talk about those in the main. We should talk about why fighting those things sucks. Yes. So the arch spores or archospores, as they pronounce them, which is very strange. Um, they are aggressive flowers. They're like plant monsters that um, pop up and also have like these pods. Uh, the pods are places where they can jump to, um, and you can destroy those pods um, to kind of like pin them down. Hmm. But they can also blow them up. Yes. They're like they, they create these pods kind of everywhere. <laughs> and like, I just felt like the game is not, uh, I don't see enough of the, the screen mm-hmm. to have, I kept getting blown up by things off screen. Yeah. You know, like this, the, my, my ability to be aware of my surroundings did not match what the game was asking me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just in terms of like my, like my camera and my avatar, it wasn't like a thing where I couldn't turn my personal neck hard enough i would just be like trying to get in my hits and then something would just blow up and they do so much damage and they poison you real hard yes so yeah like i would be so because <laughs> just because of the way the loot tables in this area works the the, the food that i had the most of was onions i was carrying around a hundred a okay. hundred onions at a time mm, yeah. um <laughs> yeah. because i didn't want to max out my toxicity uh, because that would cause me, that would cause me to drain further. I would get hit by one of these guys and then just start just rah, 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 like just beating these onions. Mm-hmm. You're gruffling some onions in the middle of the fight. Yeah, <laughs> as many of them as you can possibly eat. Yep. You know, to take out these these plant things, which are like a cool design. They have cool lore behind them. Mm-hmm. Like they grow where the blood is soaked, or the ground is soaked with blood. Right. You know, and things like that. Like they're cool, and they're, they're one of the first monsters you run into in Witcher One. Are these uh, similar? monsters mm-hmm. these like corpse flower things uh and they're they're cool like as an idea and this story actually this uh, side quest does the most with them as far as the story goes yes yeah because you, you find out um <laughs> as you kind of investigate slowly um the owner of that uh that that vineyard they're trying to buy was sabotaging both the other vineyards by growing these these plants yeah so you, like fun- you go into his basement where he's cultivating them yeah they're like they're they're just a bunch of pods which is a maniacal thing to do because of how malignant these things are and because of how aggressive mm-hmm. like you know you just don't you just don't want to like spread them around anywhere um yeah so you say hey he was trying to stop you guys from getting together uh because he was threatened by this and so the only the only real way to resolve this conflict is like, okay, you two form a consortium and then you take over Belgarde. And your reward yeah. for this is that you get to have a wine named after you. Which which I like the flavor of that. Like, yeah, I don't feel yeah. like it's a bad reward. No, no. Um, it's also a thing where you can end the quest wrong early on. Oh, yeah. Um, you can just say like, you know, yeah, the, the way that it ends it. depends on how much. Yeah, exactly. Or like how, how much of the story you uncovered. Mm-hmm. Something that happens, though. Is depending on what order you do the wine wars question, you can find the uh, the place where he's cultivating the pods early on. So when that happened, I was like, okay, I figured it out. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go to the guy. I went to the guy, got the ending, and then both the uh, the wine people, both the wine boys and wine <laughs> girls, came up to me and said, "Well, we still have those problems, though. We'd love it if you fix them." Right. And I was right. like, I just short circuited to the end of the quest. Are you really gonna just go make me fight more of the arc arc spores? Like, yeah. <laughs> and they did. They just wanted me to go like 
go clear some stuff off the map. Yeah. Well, you know? e- even after you um, clear that cellar of the Arcaspore spores, I guess, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you go back, resolve it, and they say, well, this winery that we just bought has a bunch of problems, too. And it adds more tasks on top of that. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's real tasky. Yeah. Like, they're just it's not very it's not very good. I don't like either of these characters very much. Like, no. there's no. There's no real spark to either of their personalities. Yeah. Um, so it, it just didn't, it, it felt again, it felt like the worst thing things feel in this game, which is like below the franchise. Like yeah. well, this feels beneath the franchise to me. It's also weirdly janky because when you go and finish one of these tasks, it's the task is not like, okay, I better go report back to them. No, they're like, there, there's no dialogue. It just shows Geralt sheathing his sword, sitting down to meditate time passing. And then he gets up like the next well, day people people move in because they're treated the same way settlements are yeah so if you remember in the main game mm-hmm. you'd go up to the settlements there'd be bandits you'd kill the bandits girl yeah. would immediately go to sleep and then wake <laughs> up with people populating it so wake sleepy. up in town yeah. yeah sleep in a field wake up in a town the, the right <laughs> of sleep in a field wake up in a town the old girl which are right um but it just feels janky because we're not treating them like settlements right like all the other settlements we had seen are called out as such this is part of a side quest so when it happens, when you land that killing blow, it immediately cuts to you putting away your sword. <laughs> you know, it's like, what is, what is happening? You yeah. know, it, it doesn't it doesn't feel right because we're not used to it being we didn't go here to, like, clear out a, a town. Yeah. You know, we didn't know that's what we were doing. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so a similar set of quests is night for hire. Basically, you go to a, you go mm-hmm. to a bureaucrat who says, yeah, like, this is the infrastructure for Knight's errand. errand. You go do stuff and then you come back and say, hey, I did that thing and then we'll pay you for it. Um, mm-hmm. And it just gives you 19 sub objectives, some of which are like, oh, you go and rescue another knight from, uh, you know, being held up by bandits and things. Uh, but mm-hmm. that's really just about it. It's just a way to get 200, 200 points a pop, 200 gold a pop. It it feels to me like this is what this game did uh, instead of having um, Radiant Quests. Yeah. And I prefer this to Radiant Quests. Mm-hmm. Like it's at least bespoke content, you right. know, like the. The writing in the worst of these is better than the best writing in Skyrim, right. like a Skyrim Radiant Quest, right? Mm-hmm. It's just still, again, it feels a little bit below it. And we're yeah. going to get positive here in a little bit. Like, there, there are really good side quests in this DLC. <laughs> right. It's just we we purposely front-loaded with bad stuff, so we wouldn't end on it. Right, right. Um, and this isn't even bad. It's just real task. Yeah, real like, task it's, it's, it's quest, yeah. As, quest as task pinata as opposed to quest yes. as cool little story. Um, yes. The same thing yep. with uh, like you'll find markers on the uh, on the map for vintner contracts. These are not contracts. These are just wine boys who want to use a cave as a cellar, but you have to go clear the cellar out. Yep. So the the uh, you you run into this weird kind of arms race uh, CD Projekt Red got into with themselves with having too much money in the main game, giving you too many things to spend it, and then going <laughs> too far in that direction right. and needing to come up with a lot of ways to make money <laughs> um, in here. So it's uh, those are probably the two biggest bummers. Um, and there's individual, like, kind of bummerlets, like, you know, still to come, but most of the rest of the stuff is good. Yes. Starting with uh, uh, what I think is a really good quest, uh, a knight's tale. Um, this in, this starts up when you find a woodcutter uh, named Jacob. He's got a big old he got got a big old dog uh, that's with him, and very sweetly, uh, he believes all of the fairy tales that his grandma read to him. He's got the book, um, and he 
hails you down because he believes that this tree that he is working on uh, is Daphne, the cursed lady of legend. Yep. And it, they, they do really good work with this tree that does kind of suggest the shape of a woman mm -hmm. in it. Yeah. Um, similar it reminds me of uh, Quest for Glory 2 a little bit. Yeah, except, that, except this one is wailing all the time. And <laughs> he, had, he, he stopped cutting it yep. down because it bled human blood. Yeah, which, which as, the, as you do, you know, there are too many bones in it. Um, the, the, uh, these human bones inside this tree are really creepy. Um, so he, he wants your help lifting this curse. Um, there's a witch nearby you can go and talk to. And this witch is really cool. Um, is this weird little powerful side story in here. Mm -hmm. uh, this like nasty witch that is not central to the game at all. No, no. Um, like she, she, she yeah. laid the curse down because the knight came to kill her, uh, but instead she seduced him and she figured, oh, why should why, why should Daphne have this knight? So she that she laid the yeah. curse there. Yeah, I turned all of my rivals into trees, mm -hmm. so nobody cock blocks me. <laughs> the um, and the, all in the, the ancient curse, all those who cock block me are turned into tree. <laughs> the um, so uh, when you go and you talk to the the witch, um, a really cool thing happens, and that's where she's like, you know, she asks you to bow to her, and uh, that wasn't how I was playing my Geralt. Nope. You know, so I was like, no, um, and then she started kind of sassing me about it, like she's incredibly powerful. You can't really, you know, uh, uh, stand toe to toe with her. So I was gonna go, um, so I threatened, ended up threatening her, mm -hmm. and uh, then I, I fought her. Um, she promised to actually, like, after I beat her, she said, I will free the, the cursed woman mm -hmm. from the tree, and she lies about it. Um, <laughs> when I went back to the tree, uh, the lumberjack was dead at the foot of the tree. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and the woman's ghost was free from, so she did actually do it. She freed the, uh, she didn't lie about, she lied about helping. Right, She right. freed the ghost from who killed the, the man, and then <laughs> I had to fight the ghost. Yeah. Um, so, so you had to fight the ghost there. That, that that's weird. So that 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 didn't fall into the realm of possibilities for me. So I did this twice because I thought I really fucked it up. I normally don't go mm. back and redo a quest, but the first time, um, I I told her, well, yeah, I don't need your help to break this curse. You go back and you do a ritual with Jacob, um, mm. and you free her, you you free Daphne, but she has gone insane, being trapped inside the you tree. She's like a wraith. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm actually mixing up both my playthroughs. So the first time I did that, <laughs> yeah. the second time I threatened her, the witch, and I had the thing I was talking about, but she was gone. So it just killed the, I didn't fight her the second time. Oh, yeah. So the second time she did kill, kill Jacob. Mm. Both of my endings were bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The second time she did kill Jacob, but I didn't have to fight her. She ran off into the woods to go kill orphans and stuff that I had right, to live right. with that for the rest of my life. Oh, uh, it, it's it's really sad because if you if you if you fight if you fight the witch, she says, "Okay, okay, fine. I will release her from the tree." When you get back, the the uh, Daphne's spirit has uh, possessed uh, Jacob's dog, and Jacob mm. was killed by his own dog, now demonically possessed, and then it's run off. Demon dog. Demon dog. Yes. Demon dog. Um, a yeah. good, a good it's, class. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just like yeah. the idea of this, of this incredibly earnest man who absolutely believes fairy tales are real because why not? Everything else is crazy here. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous to uh, make fun of him for believing in it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, moving on to a, uh, a portrait of the witcher as an old man. Yeah. Uh, here. Um, when you're walking around Beauclair, uh, which is not as much reason to walk around Beauclair as I thought, like it right. doesn't have, it's not as, you know, uh, quest rich, mm -hmm. you know, as, uh, as, as the, the cities in the main game. Right. Um, but you do get, you get hailed and artist hails you down, uh, cause he wants to paint you. Yes. I must paint you. 
Um, and so you say, all right, uh, I agree. I hope this will not take long. Uh, and you meet with him the, the next day to head to the spot that he's chosen. He says, ah, I know the most beautiful Vista. It's a pretty good Vista. <laughs> um, uh, mm-hmm. however, when you go up there, he has foolishly left his paints out. So Necker's got a hold of his paints and they've been just scraping them up against the walls down in a cave. Yep. <laughs> Stupid neckers. Yeah. Yeah. You go, you go yeah. kill them and they're covered with the paints. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. The colorful. It's very cute. Um, you, after you get them back, you come back to, uh, to recline for your portrait and a Griffin attacks because, because <laughs> Witcher reasons. Well, um, well it's very funny it, because he says, uh, you will pose and I will, I will paint in the corpse of a Griffin later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then bam. Yeah. The, um, uh, so you fight, you fight this, uh, this Griffin here. And then there are different uh, types of ways this can shake out, like with the actual portrait mm-hmm. itself, <laughs> so, um, uh, with different different poses and different uh, whether it has griffin or not, and mm-hmm. then uh, different crests you use during the tournament, which we'll get to the tournament a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I chose to um, I chose to recline, right? You know, yep. just a w- witcher in repose at sunset or what have you. So I go and look mm-hmm. at the painting. It's Geralt nude reclining on the griffin corpse, like it's a like it's a couch. Yeah, that's great. That's super funny. And you get it for your house, which I love. Yep. You can choose not to buy it. I bought it so that I could control who sees it. And then, of course, I put it yeah. right right, right opposite <laughs> the front door. <laughs> yeah. So I, anybody who comes in is who gets to see it. Yeah. That's, uh, that's also what I would have uh, would have done, I believe. Yep. The um, Yeah, pretty, pretty good. How'd this work uh, for you? <laughs> Uh, very, very similar, okay. like, uh, probably a different crest, but I did the, the same stuff. Yeah. So I also went recline cause why wouldn't you? And I uh, also bought it because why wouldn't you? But I, I didn't buy it. I wasn't thinking about controlling who saw it. I just wanted to own it. Right. Right. Uh, and have, you know, I'm really, house just so I could, you know. I'm really curious what would happen if you didn't buy it. Like, will it pop up later and people are like making fun of it? <laughs> so I was, I was looking it up on online. I think you just get it anyway. I think it just, I think it's a weird glitch or, or something like that. Uh. It just shows up in your house. Yeah. Um, I think you just kind of get it, but I think buying it might count towards generosity. Okay. And um, with the lady of the lake, I can't remember exactly. Yeah. But yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just, it would be very funny if you were you're just walking around one day and then there were people making fun of your weird dong. The witcher mutations yeah. got down there. Yeah. <laughs> weird witcher dick. Yeah. <laughs> catch it, catch some weird witcher dick, yeah. you know, as, as, as it were. Yep. Um, let's get to that tourney. Yeah. Let's uh, do that. It actually makes sense to do the tourney first because you do get a, um, uh, a crest that you can display in your, your picture. You get to choose between different titles and stuff, which is a cool little moment. Yeah. And this is also a really big quest as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. You have to do this before the point of no return. This is the only one that gets turned off by uh, uh, finishing the main quest. Uh, but this is a warble of a smitten knight. Um, and mm-hmm. you go talk to Guillaume, the person who uh, you saved from being killed by the Shalmar uh, during the main quest. He wants you to take his place in the tournament so he can get close to one of the ladies in waiting, uh, the noblewoman, the noblewoman Lady Vivian, who he loves, but she is incredibly distant and cold to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he enlists your help specifically for this mm-hmm. um, and says that, you know, in order to kind of get into her and kind of investigate or you're going to have to participate in this tournament. Yes. Um, so let's train for this tournament. Um, and you uh, you do it like he does a training mode with you mm-hmm. to tell you about these different modes of the tournament. Like one is just a fight. So like fine. One of which is target shooting. Fine. And one of which is this like, again, very Zelda. Like what am I at that <laughs> fucking milk 
uh, stable yeah. in Ocarina of Time. Like uh, the, this thing about uh, riding your horse and target shooting as you go through that I hate. Like, yeah. I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. Uh, it's just like I, I haven't shot my crossbow in forever. Um, you know, we, we were talking about it before we recorded last time. And you were like, yeah, I just stopped to shoot the targets. Yeah. And like you almost have to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a real bummer. Yeah. Like you, you can't slow down enough um, to make it to make it really work. And I don't know, like on the PS4 anyway, uh, aiming was incredibly fiddly in a way that made it just impossible for me to hit it at anything approaching a gallop. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe yeah. I just suck. <laughs> I also had a problem yeah. like they've, they've got so they've got the uh, the targets that are hung up above, but they also have um, dummies that you have to uh, hit with your, hit with your sword. Um, I always had to circle circle around and get those, too. Because like yeah, I, yeah. I would think that I was uh, attacking with enough lead up, but then I was like, nope, uh, just the the hitbox didn't meet the hurt box. So later, yeah, yeah, it's a real bummer. Mm-hmm. Like time kind of slows down when you do it, um, but it's just it's a thing where they introduce a whole new set of mechanics at the you know with looking at the game with the DLCs, like the ninety five percent done, you know, marker, and it's like, come on, you know, no good. Uh, that that's a that's a real bummer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't like these, but I practiced them. I didn't practice them too much because I also was bored uh, doing them. Like, I didn't like them and didn't have fun playing them. Yeah, I, um, I did one round, you can practice them. one round of practice apiece. Yeah. Um, before you go into the tournament, you get to choose your title and your, your heraldry, mm-hmm. um, your shield. You know, and, and Geralt makes a big fuss about picking up a shield, which is real fun. <laughs> like, witchers don't use shields. And it's like, well, you don't have to use it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, it's just a prize. It. Like... You get to choose your title, which is real cool. Mm-hmm. Um. And then you actually go into the tournament and play the actual games. Yes. Uh, there. There, there are two highlights of this quest. Um, we'll get to the second one later, uh, which is the true story of Lady Vivian. However, the main highlight for me right now is the Herald who presides, who emcees over the tournament, who uh, just mm. does incredibly forced rhymes. Yeah, yeah. That's super fun. Like, <laughs> And they're, they're extremely bad. And you can tell he's making it up as he goes along, which is fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like it's like uh what what's his name the assistant to the uh to the wheelchair ridden old man in deadly premonition. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's a good uh, good point of comparison. Yeah. Um but yeah, you go through all these events. There's like a a, a little wrinkle to some of them like for the crossbow one uh, you you end up uh like by by your time slot you are facing into the sun. So it makes it hard to determine where the targets are and what color they are. Uh, you can, you can you actually can... play a game of Gwent to get to switch slots with somebody. <laughs> yep. And if I was you like, want nope. to, but again, I'm not <laughs> goddamn it game. I am not going to play your fucking Gwent. I will stare directly. I would rather stare directly into the sun than play yeah, your I card game. Walk into the sun. <laughs> Throw me into the sun before I play your fucking card nah, game. Nah, nah, nah. Not... <laughs> well, it, it's not just uh so it's like, I'm joking about getting thrown into the sun, but also like at this point I haven't built up a deck. Right. Like, if, you, right. if you opt out of Gwent, it's a little bit silly to have these, challenges come up at the 95 percent point in the game yeah. that expect you to kind of hold your own because mm-hmm. it's like i haven't been playing this whole time like not only am i not good at it but my deck is no good even if i agreed to do this there's no way i'd win right right you know and like uh it luckily it's like a low consequence thing same thing with the um the party with the the gwent in um in hearts of stone where it's like you might just have to wear those ass ears yeah, yeah. you know and it's like it's kind of fun if you lose that this one if you lose you get the sun in your eyes it's not that big of a deal right um yeah, but I, I could conceivably want to win the tournament more than I want to win a game of Gwent against some some halflings when I'm possessed by a ghost. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but between the events, you start getting a little bit closer to Lady Vivienne. Uh, you snoop around her tent 
um, and use your Witcher senses to find some clues. Uh, ultimately, you learn that Lady Vivian is is cursed. Like you go into the tent following her in and uh, you see a, uh, what is it, like a wren, I think? Some kind of yellow bird flying out and you chase her. You learn that before she was born, uh, some wood creature uh, cursed her in the womb. Um, and she is slowly transforming into a bird woman. She's actually been using like magic creams and illusions to uh, to, to conceal this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, really cool. You, and at first you know that she's using glamours, but you don't know to what end. Right. So you think that she might be a streaka mm-hmm. initially, and you, and you talk to uh, talk to Garam about that. Yeah. Um, so you're pretty interesting. When you eventually you follow her out, um, out into the woods where there's this like bath that she's in and she's a bird woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, I love the way that they design her because you think like a bird woman, you think she's gonna be like inhumanly beautiful, but she looks kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of a little like the bird lady from kids in the hall, <laughs> uh, the chicken lady a little yeah. bit. It looks like she uh, got into a teleporter accident with Howard the duck. Um, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> but, but, um, uh, yeah. Um, the the ending for this actually hinges around whether or not you tell Guillaume what's going on. Um, you know, he wants to know he hired you to get him closer to her. Whereas Lady Vivian, well, first, first before that, you have to you you agree to to do the curse, and there's another choice before that because you you say like we can lift the curse. I'm using an Oriole, but the the catch is if I do this, you will it will shorten your lifespan to be that of an Oriole. Right. Like I can do this, but you might only have like seven years left. Right. In, in life. Yeah. So um, and you have like, to make that choice and choose whether to tell uh, Guillaume about it. Yeah. Um, well, if you if you if you don't tell Guillaume, then you uh, only have the seven years left to live, and she's happy with that. Like she yeah. uh, she she really uh, feels like, hey, seven quality years. That's that's more than I ever thought I would have before. I thought that I would be a bird forever. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you do tell Guillaume about the curse. He can uh, volunteer to sub in. You take the second, which is you take the second tack, which is to transfer a little bit of the curse over to him. But because okay. weirdly enough, it's true love, um, <laughs> it doesn't really affect him too much, and they end up together. Oh, um, yeah. I, I had to read about that second one because I didn't betray Vivian's trust. No, I, I wasn't going to do that either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so she is, he has the curse lifted, will only live seven more years, but she wants to live them, you know, like she was dying, which she literally is. Guillaume, however, yeah. he's incredibly angry because you have failed him. Um, she has decided, no, I, you know, like I, I, I don't, I don't care if Guillaume lives or dies. So I'm going to go and do my thing. Guillaume, you, you, you find him later on. He has turned to drink. He's given up being a knight and he is like swearing at you and stumbling and falling over in the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I read about that, but I didn't end up actually finding him. Yeah. The, um, so I, I just didn't run into him, but I definitely, both times I played it, it just felt wrong to tell him about it. And cause he's a creep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know i i just i don't know like i didn't like him hiring someone to snoop around on her like i don't like the way that love works in tucson it's gross <laughs> yep. um you know and it's it's gross and it's wrong so i wasn't going to tell him about it yeah there's always um, that. both times that yeah it, it just it didn't feel right mm-hmm. um i just read that i i read this online i didn't actually do it but apparently if you do uh don't tell her about it um you can actually find her later in novograd she actually does travel oh and she's there and she'll tell you about like the things she's seen and and like the life she's living oh that's great you know yeah, yeah, I think that's very cool. Yeah. So um, it, it can either be like a fairy, a fairy tale ending for both of them, which doesn't seem right to me, um, or mm. like a really bittersweet ending for her and just like a terrible gutter life for him. Yeah, well, which is good. 
Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, the, uh, the tournament itself is actually kind of fun and empowering too, just to win it. Mm-hmm. Um, you get unique gear that is named after your, your, you know, heraldry or, you know, your title yeah. that you, uh, you give yourself and you get kind of trophies. Um, the gear you get is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you get, I got a really, I got a good crossbow finally. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, it's, uh, it is, it's just kind of cute. Yeah. Like it's cute to have Geralt, uh, kind of participate in this thing. Uh, the melee fight that you do at the end is actually kind of fun. Yeah. Cause it's a team melee when your entire fucking team just goes down immediately. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole, everyone on your side folds like a fucking umbrella <laughs> and then you have to fight, you know, again, a big group fight, which I like in this game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it's, I, I like the tournament. I think it's neat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, big feet to fill is a little bit of a bummer, uh, because, uh, it's, it's a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of a task pinata, um, like the others. So what's happening is the, the content of it is, I think the flavor and the actual effect is pretty cool. Yes. But the, uh, yeah, the, co- the content of what you're doing is not particularly cool. Yeah. So, so you go to this quarry, um, where you find out that all of these, um, uh, wagons carrying workers and stone, uh, for this gigantic public works project have been kind of waylaid. Right. Um, mm. <laughs> and d- what they're trying to do is build a huge statue like Sagrada Familia um, to St. Lebiota. Uh, Sagrada Familia. That's the, that's the weird cathedral in Spain. I'm thinking of that crazy, uh, the crazy Jesus statue that looms over uh, Sao Paulo, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah the giant Sao Paulo Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, as as it's known. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, you have to go and resolve um, each of these kind of five problems, getting the materials and the workers here to finish this off. And like the, the, the good part about this is just seeing the progress. So every time you do so, you see the statue get a little bit bigger and it becomes a landmark. It becomes something you can see for quite a while away, you know, mm-hmm. from 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 a distance. Yeah. So it's neat to just see this gigantic statue on the horizon and know you had a part of it. Yeah. Um, you know, that's kind of the cool part of this. Yeah. So. Uh, um, the statue uh, that I'm thinking of, it is Jesus Christ, the redeemer. And it's not out of, it's not outside of, uh, Sao Paulo. It's outside of Rio de Janeiro. I just wanted to correct myself. Okay. If you were going to tweet at me about that, you already did. So <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah, all those, uh, redeemer heads, uh, out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it's cool to affect the landscape, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was only one of these things um, that I thought was that that I thought was good and funny. Uh, it turns out, like the like the fifth, well, one one of these wagons was not actually waylaid by people. Just the entire crew got drunk, and you have to go and rouse mm-hmm. them. You have to you have to yeah. go and wake them up. <laughs> and that's pretty good. Yeah. The um this next quest I actually find to be a bummer too. Like I would have put this in the bummer section if I was organizing the notes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do not like the extreme cosplay uh quest. No. Not least of which because it's called extreme cosplay, but also. I just, it's hard for me to get invested in the ancient elven history of Toussaint. Yeah. Like this feels like, you know, uh, it's such a big deal. The kind of like what's going on with demi humans in the mainland Mm -hmm. and racism against them is such a big part of the main quest. They had to explain why it's not a thing here. You know, Mm -hmm. they didn't want to spend time focusing on it. So they kind of have to explain away the the history in Toussaint. uh, But I just don't find it very interesting. No. Personally. Um, So uh, in addition to that, the fight that caps this off is some of the worst bullshit that I've seen in the game. It's not great. Yeah. yeah, It's a fight against a bunch of casters, like powerful casters. Yeah. Um, Um, That took me out. Like, admittedly, I think I did this quest a little bit early. Uh, They threw they throw fireballs at you. I would routinely go down within three hits. Yeah. Weirdly, they have a 
huge, like really, really short leashes. Mm-hmm. Like you can cheese this pretty easily if you just like. There's a set of stairs you can go up that they won't follow you up. Yeah, there there, there's uh, some like, we, there's there's some weird fencing around that though. So like if I ran too far away, like I would fail the quest. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's 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 a little sloppy. Yeah. Um. So let's get into uh get into it. But it's it would have been fine if I think if the narrative stuff was a little bit more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um. And it just kind of wasn't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so as you're as you're kind of cruising along, you find this dead man on the side of the road. Um. And there's a merchant trying to tend to his wounds, and the merchant is acting super suspicious. Yeah. Like immediately, <laughs> which is, you know, and the uh, the corpse, the the guy who's done it, has this antique breastplate they don't make anymore. Right. Um, so you kind of talk to that guy about, uh, you know, try to get story out of him. You don't really get anything. So you follow this trail leading to this nearby house. Yeah. Um, it's like a huge estate, right? And you get in and there are like these bodies that are littered, uh, littered all over the place, uh, dressed in elven gear. Uh, there was a banquet here. Uh, this is where I got a lifetime supply of fruit (laughs) just by looting all of these tables. More, more and more onions. Yes. (laughs) Yep. Um, <laughs> um a dinner of onions yes uh how and they, they also have kind of like this uh weird uh shrine set up like an altar for some kind of weird sacrifice mm. um yeah and you also yeah. find like the, the the one survivor of this uh who's locked away the person who held the party here yes um and you find out what they're doing is they're reenacting this elven uh homage uh and this ritual that they're doing uh this kind of like reenacting this historical thing some of the spirit yeah. So we need to finish that recreation. And there's a whole lot of stuff about like a lord who promised to honor the elves when he took over and decided not to. And I just I I think it's a snooze. Like I do not care about the history of elves right. in this area. Fucking elf. Yeah. Um you reenact this thing, um, and as you do so, the statues come alive in the courtyard. Uh this is the fight we're talking about because it's it's real caster heavy. Yeah. And casters teleport a lot and do a lot of damage. Yeah. yeah. So the way that I got through this um were was riding that line between like where they're leashing and the bounding box of the quest. Mm. Like I could just kind of always get away to eat as many onions as I needed to. Um, and they couldn't hit me and then would come back yeah, and fight some more, you know, get hit once or twice, you know, eventually have to, you know, take off. But even I, I think I came at this, not particularly early levels, but still found it very difficult because it's like a super tough fight. Yeah. And I, wow. I, I couldn't find that gray area between the leash and the boundary. So I ended up really just like reloading constantly um, trying yeah. to just get lucky and take out the casters first. You're up all night to get lucky. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, and it's it's also just a bummer. Like if you leave and have a quest fail, that, that that's the worst. Yeah, like that yeah. feels like shit. So like mm-hmm. you want to avoid that. So kind kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, like the, know, the the reason for these statues it. coming alive and also for the spirits and such. Like these statues were traps that were um, sent by the Elven King to the Lord who took over Toussaint from them. Uh, they were actually mm-hmm. golems um, sent to the humans. Um, and you, but yeah. by, by, by reenacting this thing, you tricked them into waking up again. Yep. Um, cool. Yeah. And then now I know a little bit more about elves and I move on with my life. <laughs> um, and then I probably forget about the elves. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and moving on to uh, father knows worse, which is another quest you just stumble upon, mm-hmm. at least in my experience. Yeah. I yeah. just walked up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it looks like like you tracked down a contract. I didn't. I just walked up to this this thing. So yeah, there's there, there's uh, a it's notice. Cool. You can just kind of find them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, they're like so for for some of these, there are notices uh, posted. And my first thing, uh, my first order of business on going to a new area is to is to go to all the notice boards. 
oh yeah, eat all of them. Like go to the board, <laughs> eat all the oats. You know, the uh, even the ones that don't have anything to do with it. Girls eat so much fiber. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. So you find these two brothers panicking at the mouth of a cave. Their brother Hugo has been attacked by a monster inside. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Hmm. Yep. Uh. So you head on inside. Um. You you find Hugo. Um. Their father was this famous cognac. A distiller, and when he died, he wanted to force these three brothers to work together. So he hid three parts of the still. <laughs> um, Hugo says, "Like, hey, the brothers attacked me to try to cut me out of the business." Right. They're like, I, I, I used my part of the will to lead them where the final part was, this filter, and they left me left me for dead in here. Mm. Um. So you go and get the filter. It's been hidden. It was hidden at the bottom of this hot spring. You have to cast the uh, the shield on yourself to survive the damage. Um, and you go to head out. This can this can break really really bad because Hugo uh, notices that there are a bunch of kind of uh, uh, hired goons <laughs> out there. It's really you know, real tough. So you can always tell somebody is a tough because they are shirtless and have very poorly drawn tattoos on them. Um, so mm-hmm. Hugo says, "All right, well let's get the drop on them. You know, they're, they've obviously you hired some muscle to finish this off. Um, you can do that, and that's the bad ending for this." Uh, you can talk some sense in, into him and say, they seemed really invested in rescuing you. Like, they hired me, so maybe we should figure this out. Uh, turns mm. out they changed their mind. They want to bury the hatchet, and the Tufts are just um, some, you know, merchants uh, who were nearby. Yeah, who are, who are dressed up as Tufts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that, like, those guys looking like Tufts, like, I got the bad ending of this. I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, this, this, you know. These are banned. Like, these are toughs. Uh, toughs are about like, I don't, you know, and him just saying like, my brothers tricked me. Like I'm so used to being lied to, uh-huh. uh, in, in this game. So I ended up attacking the brothers mm. and Hugo rules all uh, in my world. So yeah, it's Hugo brand cognac. Yeah. So there's a little picture of him smiling on the bottle. Like Hugh Gack. So yeah. that's what I, yeah, Hugh, Hugh Gack. Did, did, uh, uh Nickelodeon's Hugh Gack. <laughs> um, did, did you still get, <laughs> um did, did, did you uh sorry did you still get a discount on the cognac i believe so yeah yeah so i i, I you know i'm i'm on, i didn't should have said this at the beginning of the episode i'm on a lot of cold medicine like i'm pretty sick <laughs> so I, I think so that some of the details are escaping me like the, yeah, the kind yeah. of whether i got a discount on a thing i wasn't gonna buy i don't yeah, remember yeah yeah um i did this one on the i didn't actually do this one the first time i played this in february i did this one this time around because i think i oh, just yeah. missed it yeah. uh, which is weird because i gruffled all the notes but this is, uh, yeah, I just, I remember specifically, like, not trusting the brothers because mm. of the presence of Tufts. Yes. <laughs> Tufts so, always, Tufts always spoil the deal. Whenever Tufts are about, like, yeah. one Tuft spoils the bunch, you know? <laughs> like, you can't have any Tufts about. No, no Tufts. No, um, um, The latest like Tufts. What? Like, there's, there's Sharps, like, you know, like, uh, Sharps, like how you go into a bathroom sometimes, there's a little container just for Sharps. Yeah. And just call it, like, we just agreed that's what they're called. Like, a society, like, we're a society of toddlers. <laughs> we just call them, like, ow-ow sticks, you know, essentially, like, ow-ow poison, poison blade. You know, like, Sharps. Yeah. And there's Tufts. <laughs> Ow, I touch bleed metal. <laughs> yeah, the bleed metal got me. And now, now, I, now I've got a, a communicable disease oh. because of a Sharp. Rats. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if I if I could have Dominion, like a mutant power that was controlled over sharps would be kind of good. Mm, isn't that like just what Magneto has? Just a, well, he has control over more than sharps. I'm like talking about like being a mini Magneto, mm. like a fridge Magneto, <laughs> like a smaller version of Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> fridge Magneto. <laughs> just like you. a tiny version. <laughs> like Magneto poetry you put on the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Charles, 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 Charles. <laughs> 
Oh, let's move on to yeah. goodness gracious great balls of granite. I love oh, this. Yeah, this is real good. Yeah, this is real funny and good. Uh, way into this. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you're going through Beauclair uh, and this uh, curator guy, he's freaking out because the statue of a local hero, Abernathy, the legendary uh, adulterer. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just like a just renowned coxman, yeah. Abernathy, yeah. Um, uh, has had his balls sawed off. Yeah, uh, because people go up to him and stroke his balls for for, for virility. Mm-hmm. Um, she sounds wild, man. Yeah, um, yeah. Everybody's like rubbing up on these these uh, these balls, uh, but they've been sawed off. Which I, you know, uh, so you follow the clues and you find this old man. You you walk in on this old man uh, mid coitus, uh, in flagrante. Woman. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, uh, having sex with this uh, this other person's wife, and there's all this like shtick, right? That they do where he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't know that," you know. And and she's like, "He's that's not my husband," you know. Like they <laughs> they kind of go back and forth. Right. It's pretty cute, and he's just talking about how he's like a young man again. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, please let me uh, let me keep these balls. I'll 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 pay you know double the payment. Uh-huh. Um, I wanted to let him keep the balls because like, you know, good go good on you old timer you know <laughs> you, you can get it <laughs> yeah you can get it you know it's it's all right you get some and she's obviously like into it it's not you know there's nothing gross going on right right um and uh but i agree instead it's like how about you have them for a, a day and he's like oh Udalali, that's three more go rounds on the and he uses some kind of euphemism that's really funny i care what it is but yeah. like it's good um because yeah they they had sex three times that day mm. um, the maniac but i give him a day <laughs> and I go outside. I sleep in the middle of the street for a day, right? Uh, and then I come back in to get the balls. Uh-huh. And uh, it's a so then you get the balls back. You give them back to the the statue owner, who gives you a free stroke on the balls. Yeah, which gives you a buff that gives you unlimited stamina for twenty four hours. <laughs> That's so good. Um, yeah, like pretty good. Like those are good balls, man. Yeah. I wonder if you could have kept them and like just like gotten that. You know, probably not. But that's a cool like little Easter egg that these are magical. Oh yeah, magical tests. You know. <laughs> um i did the same thing i i let him rent the balls for a little bit it was fine i wasn't on a deadline anyway let him have his fun um if you decide to let him keep them you know if if you if you accept to double the pay um he actually dies he fucks himself to death that's great (laughs) but he went out doing what he loved (laughs) yep the um super good yeah um next up uh mutual of beauclair's wild wild kingdom <laughs> um, i like this quest a lot yeah um this is a cool one mm-hmm. uh so you you respond to a notice you find um there's a merchant camp and it's full of bodies um you kind of do your witcher thing to figure out what what it is you find out it's a basilisk but a nobleman comes to you and says like hey this is not just a normal basket basilisk it's a silver basilisk she has a name it's the <laughs> last of her kind right um it's my family's heraldic beast like you have to protect it right like you right. cannot kill this beast by uh, and like you spend this this whole time kind of going back and forth, dancing around whether you'll do it uh-huh. in, the, in the dialogue. And I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So. Well, so it's hilarious because he says, well, like these merchants got killed because they just wandered onto her land. And he just like he points to all these signs that he's posted up saying, keep out. <laughs> like, you yeah. can't just like, that's not enough, man. Well, and he, he even he says something really shitty. So we I, I can see from the notes we did this in a different way. OK. Um because he he says something he says uh you know he remunerates them um you know when their when their husbands and sons die he gives them money mm-hmm. and he says something that made me now you know not side with him which was he suspects them of doing it on purpose in order to get the money Ugh, and yeah. Gerald says something really pointed he says like what do you have a do you have a, a supply of husbands and sons in your sack of gold you right. know like 
that's not really a thing. Mm-hmm. It's complicated a little bit because when you track the Basilisk, you find these Reavers, and these are some real tough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, th- th- this this screen book reference to me, like, oh, it's some guy from like the second book, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, these these toughs who uh, they were hired to kill it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the merchant says, "We'll give you. I'll give you double the coin to leave alone." Like, well, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. Um, or you, so you get to make the call whether you kill it or not. And if you decide to kill it, you get into the fight with these toughs. They, they join you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I decided it has to go. Okay. I don't trust yeah. this guy and it's killing people. And I, he's done such a shitty job so far of like protecting people like fuck this thing. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, I decided not to extinct a species of basilisk uh, was my was 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 my metric uh, for that. So I decided to leave it alive and I just told him I just I just gave him a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Like the, the, that's the moral choice. It's very similar to that. It's the only like big moral choice I got to in Mass Effect, mm. which was I know it has uh, consequences later, but whether to extinct that uh, that bug queen, the the, the rachni queen, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So like I, I understand like that you know has things down the road. It won't in this game. Yeah, but yeah. I was just like uh, part of the reason why I felt good extincting it was um, just earlier uh, in the main quest we talked about how all the spotted whites like the Witchers got rid of those as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm kind of into, you know, they're just being like, if there's something that's just harmful, yeah, you know, yeah. fuck it. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the silver lining is if you leave it alone, uh, he thinks that it will find a regular basilisk and maybe, you know, save the species. Right. Right. Or whatever. And, and free with it. So <laughs> it's, it's very funny. He says, oh, well, yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll make a new variety of basilisk. It's fine. And Geralt says, God, I hope not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like please don't do that i wish there had been a third option where you could have like brought it to somebody else's care oh yeah like if, if it wasn't a choice between like letting it die or leaving it in this guy's care i would have felt it was more great i just didn't trust this fucker <laughs> wait, wait one second one second yeah. i can actually i can actually do this now um you just oh. take it like you just you take it to a to, to a basilisk uh rescue you mean you just get get a video mm-hmm. by the dodo yeah, uh, this this basilisk and the dodo are friends. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> um, yeah, I just I like the idea of a dodo video about basilisks. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we, we we can coordinate those next time. <laughs> okay. we'll just, we'll just always go CFA minor. Okay. The um, they're easy <laughs> and it sounds sounds good. The um. Uh, I was saying that for coordination purposes, not correction. I wasn't correcting. Oh no, did. no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I barely. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of worried that if I learn, man, uh, not mandolin. I'm, I'm worried that if I learn ukulele chords too fast, I'll forget uh, my guitar chords. Interesting. Nice. Yeah, I, I've thought about that the other way, like where I've thought about, like, well, now that I've got my left hand is less useless than it was, like mm-hmm. picking up some guitar. Yeah. Uh, now that I can, a little bit more dexterous with it. Um, yeah. But I just have not uh, done it. Whether I can keep that stuff in mind. So, <laughs> um, this and this is embarrassing too. I'm looking at the notes. Um, I missed both my go arounds. Missed both of these two quests. Wait, you missed of uh, so you missed uh, of Shears and Witcher uh, and sure. Paper Chase yep. and Paper Chase. I missed both of them, and I don't know exactly how. Oh, but I missed both of those. I didn't use a guide when I played through either. I just gruffled notes. Uh huh. And, and walked around, and somehow I don't know what these are. <laughs> Mm. Like I'm looking at them now and just trying to read them. I'm like, oh, this is not familiar at all. It's a shame you didn't do paper chase because that's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, unfortunately, I, I did not. Yeah. So, so tell me, tell me about these two. Yeah. Um. So, uh, for of Shears and Witchers, I sang. You're walking down along the uh, along the harbor line. Um. You find this bard, Le Papillon, uh, who is a huge fan of dandelions. Um. Mm. He starts starts to say like, "Oh, Gerald, I'm a huge fan." 
of dandelions. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, there, there's a whole just you know the whole thread of comments where Geralt just really, really resents what Dandelion has done to his life by basically doxing him publicly and making up lies about him. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> um, but uh, this bard, he is posted up outside of his hairdresser studio. His barber has gone missing. Um, and <laughs> what he wants is for Geralt to find the missing barber and also for this, you know, to watch Geralt do this so he can write a song, you know, to, to, to pick up his own dandelion heat. Um, so you work together to find the hairdresser. So you use your witcher sense, um, to follow the scent of the flowers that he uses for his pomade, incredibly stinky pomade. Um, and you go into mm. a cave. Uh, turns out it's not a monster who got him. Um, some knights uh, accosted him in a field when he was doing his harvesting. Um, <laughs> the main knight who led the, who led the posse, uh, he got such a bad haircut that he's wearing a helmet because he doesn't want anybody to see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he had to miss the tournament because he was too embarrassed to show his face, you know, with his with his terrible out of fashion haircut. Um, the night's about to kill him when I intervene. I don't know the other way that, that goes around this. It makes no sense, uh, for an, you know, for a night to kill somebody because of a haircut, even though he invokes chivalric, uh, you know, chivalric principle or what have you. Like you can mm. tell him hair grows back, but regardless, you can say like, yeah, this is not actually very chivalrous. And he says, I get to define chivalry and then you have to fight him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so a minor point in the whole Toussaint values are, are hypocritical. Yes. <laughs> kind of a thesis of this yeah um paper chase um paper chase is a little bit like that um um quest in west of loathing where you're going around to different government offices uh like trying to get a pencil and then you have to get a license to use the ghost a pencil. Town quest? yeah yeah the ghost town quest yeah yeah the nightmare quest <laughs> yeah. the, the nightmare for which riff should be hung <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, yeah i know yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was fine because I just decided not to do it. Right. But, uh, yeah. Oh, I just I I did the entire thing because I just it was fucking hilarious to see how far it went. Um, it's very funny. It goes further than you think. <laughs> um, so uh, for this one, an old man calls you over. It turns out one of the last times you were in Toussaint, you did a contract for him, but you ran off before you could accept payment. So he said, "Hey, I, I put a I, I put your money into an interest bearing account at Sean Finelli Bank. Uh, it's probably worth a lot right now. So just go go and get that. Uh, so you go there, and the <laughs> the thing that should tip you off about what's going to happen. This is the only business that has hours that we've encountered in the entire okay. game. Um, it's closed for like half of the day, so I had to wait uh, for the opening to go in." And then you have to go through ridiculous steps because you've been declared dead because, you know, Geralt dies at the end of the books. He gets he gets impaled on a, on a pitchfork and that's why he hates pitchforks. Um, <laughs> and so you have to uh, uh, you have to prove that you're alive. And there is an increasingly ridiculous series of forms that you have to get. There's a guy who says, ah, you have to do some flattery. So you flirt with uh, you, have, you, you flirt with one of the clerks. Turns out all of them are in on this. Sean Finelli, who's this dwarf, um, he, he knows you. Uh, he leads you back into the uh, into the safety deposit box room. Says, "Hey, go ahead and grab this. The box is empty. They spent your money. 
and they have been oh, <laughs> and they've been giving you the runaround trying to figure out what to do hoping you're just going to get uh so annoyed that you'll leave you know annoyed and leave yeah 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 i don't have your money it's in fred's house and, and bill's house you know? exactly yeah yeah because yeah. it's not like you can just like you know that that's like they just spend your money that's what happens to banks anyway right it's not like you know like uh, any kind of billionaire could go and just withdraw a billion dollars right now <laughs> right. you know yeah yeah the friend's um, house bill's house <laughs> so so you end up uh you can either have a fight and kill him uh or you can wait a week and he gives you the money and also gives you a sword as an apology so that's good yeah an apology sword yeah so yeah i, I i'm sad i missed those those both sound funny yeah, yeah. Um, i didn't miss there can be only one which i super like oh it's very very good um, yeah this is extremely good <laughs> yeah um the uh so you go out there's an island um, on Lac uh, Salave. Lac Salave. <laughs> such as Life Lake. Uh, yes, such, such as Life Lake. Your Salave way. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's a hermit there um, who talks to you, and he, he kind of, you can't uh, get to him right away. You have to walk across the water mm-hmm. um, to get there, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's very um, funny. You think you're going to be swimming. You're walking on the water. The girl's like, I'm walking on the water. Like, and then the, 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 the guy says, yeah. like, who? <laughs> and he's like, oh, we don't, we don't have Christ here. So yeah okay. <laughs> exactly so you just yeah just just like nobody um and this is uh this is the uh this is the excalibur legend essentially mm-hmm. um this lake is magical because there's a bear a blade submitted in it um if you can prove all five virtues we have referred to that in the last episode in this episode a little bit mm-hmm. um there's a you can go on a wiki and find all the things you can do mm-hmm. to prove those um but if you prove them all um you can get into this fight with the hermit which is a really good fight mm-hmm. um you know it, it is like a unique fight yeah. Uh, in this on the surface of the lake and it's badass as hell. Yes. Like I did this at night. Um, <laughs> it was just super cool. Like it looked really, really good. Yeah. Um, and then you get uh, this blade, the uh, the Arendite, which is the uh, the equivalent of the Excalibur in this world. Yeah. From the uh, from the Lady in the Lake. And there's this cheeky thing about like not losing it this time because you've had that sword before. Like you get it in the in games the and game. in the books. Yeah. Yeah, in the first week. Uh, yeah, it's very it's hilarious because you know when when the um oh the the beggar reveals himself or the hermit reveals himself to be the lady of the lake and says hey here here's Arendite you know it's this legendary silver sword it's sticking up out of the water like it's the surface you go and grab it um but by grabbing it you've taken it out of the lake so the you, you the lake stops bearing your weight and you just fall in mm-hmm. you immediately fall, in fall right into the water. Away. It's great. Yeah. yeah. It's super good. And the girl's like just wonderful. Like it's very good. Yeah. Um, and the sword is really unique too. It's got like um unique property where it scales up. Um, the more you use it, the more powerful it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's almost so like a, it's like a, a like, combo uh, thing. Yeah. 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 A little late in the game for that, but it is very like, it's a good sword in and of its own right. Yeah. So, and it's just cool to walk around with Excalibur, mm-hmm. you know, like that's a side of this whole blood and wine Toussaint kind of fairy tale thing that actually works for me yeah you know i am i'm down for a legendary named sword mm-hmm. um, yeah so someday i should own a named blade <laughs> i uh, could just get a blade yeah. and name it like i've got a steak knife I here his name's dave yeah i can, <laughs> I can give birth to a blade <laughs> and then i guess i can name it um the uh yeah so uh finally uh till death do you part which is gwent adjacent but not gwenty right um it is also cute 
Yeah, I like this quite a bit. <laughs> you go to this, <laughs> you go to this bar. There's a guy who's here drinking himself into oblivion because he can't sleep. Every time he tries to sleep in his in his house, there's just a horrible racket in the graveyard next door. So he says, mm. "You need to go and kill whatever white or whatever uh, ghoul or just what have you." Like it's making it impossible for me to live. Yeah, some dumb monsters being a shit. Yeah, go get him. <laughs> so. uh you head there and you investigate. There's a couple of grave robbers you have to take out and stuff. Some just kind of minor speed bumps. When you get there, you find a dead married couple that are bickering. Um, he's a he's a Gwent addict and she is very pious. Right. So he, and, uh, he, he's he's lost all of their money on Gwent and she gave, she lost all the rest of the money by donating uh, by donating to the statue of uh, yeah. whatever the saint is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he asks, you know, so you have to separate them essentially. You have to divorce them. <laughs> right. Um, and. Uh, and he asked to be buried. Uh, he says, hey, if you can take my remains and put it in the Gwent Lodge, I can just hang around Gwent, Yeah, you know, for the rest of the afterlife, which, like, would be kind of fun, right? If you were a ghost mm-hmm. to watch a bunch of people play Gwent. Yeah. You know, like way better than just being in a tomb. <laughs> we should we should inter people in entertaining areas in case there are ghosts. I think or so. Yeah. Make tombs and cemeteries more entertaining. I would go for the latter. Like, yeah. Like yeah. why? What? If, like they're just fields. Like what? Why shouldn't we do like I've 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 seen like a, a showing of um, Macbeth mm-hmm. in a cemetery. Mm. Um, there should just be a lot more of that. Absolutely. Because like if there's ghosts, like it would be good for them to have something to watch. You know, yeah, something to watch. Get like give them a duck pond. Well, they are most of them yeah. already have duck ponds. Shit. Well, the duck ponds not like for eternity. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like I don't know. I, I would dump them into Atari plug and plays in there, man. Like, just. <laughs> Yeah, just just just, just make, bury just, them like all just graveyards are ET graveyard. <laughs> like entertain them shits. Yeah. You figure it out, ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that that's the option if you decide to take him out of their family tomb. I don't know what happens if you take her out. Um, he seems yeah. I mean, if he was gambling all their money away, like that seems far more. I don't know. I yeah, I, that seems I wanted to, I wanted to leave him, and both of them would be happy just if if one of them left. So yeah. Well, it's it's kind of sweet because you go back. Um, you know, the, your reward for this is special Gwen cards or whatever. Uh, you know, I went back and I talked to the wife, and she's like, "So, like, did you destroy the urn? Like, is he gone? Like, she she just wants him to be happy. She just doesn't want to be near him." Yeah. Yep. Which is kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, moving on to contracts, which there's a lot of uh, good stuff in the contract section here. Mm-hmm. Um, here. So the first one uh, here, Big Game Hunter. Um, I uh, like this quite a bit. The, yeah, this is good. <laughs> this is this is a cool subversion. Yeah. Um, you meet with uh, Count Belladal and his bodyguards in a vineyard. He wants you to escort him on a safari. Um, you think, of course, it's going to be a safari, but really has he has a camera. Um, it, some, some magic-y bullshit. Means mm-hmm. he has it, but he has a camera essentially. Yeah, it's like a special helmet that he wears that captures the images. Yeah, yeah. So uh, very cool. He's. I love how cagey he is because he doesn't really have a word for this, like you know, photograph. So he says, "I need you to help me preserve these these monsters or preserve these animals." And you know, pre- preservation for these hunter guys would be like kill them and stuff them so people can look at them, right? But no, he yep. just wants to go like get images for uh, uh, of, of these things, um, and you have like a hit list of uh, nearby creatures to go get. Yep. Um, so and you just have to get them out. 
you know, uh-huh. you're not murdering them. You're so you can take pictures. So you lure out these centipedes. Um, there are these peacocks uh, that you have to use the axis sign to make them put their tails up. It's <laughs> so good. Uh, it's real cute. There's like a, a, a panther mother uh-huh. that you have to rescue uh, for these things. It's very like sweethearted and the weird like um, the way that Geralt exists with nature. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, this is like there's shades of this with the uh, the Shalmar uh, that was being barebated. Yeah. You know, where it's like he's a hunter, but he's like, a, you know, an honorable hunter. Yeah. You know, he exists within within this ecosystem. Yeah. Well, you know, he's not murdering for fun. Yeah. Like he, he's he's got more of a conservation bent, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Except for when it comes to silver basilisk, all of, of whom must die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're just going through. Um, the 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 giant centipedes end up following you from their lair, and that's kind of the 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 big capstone fight for this. Um, yeah. <laughs> so part of why he hired you was his bodyguards. He didn't want his bodyguards to come along with him because they would um, they, they they would rat him out to his wife. Um, but mm-hmm. as you're getting your coin, the bodyguards give this really sad story uh, about his daughter. His daughter has been bedridden after a horse accident. And what he does is he takes these paintings of nature back so she can see the world. Like they you know, they used to go out on these expeditions together, but she can't now. So he's figured out a way to bring nature to her. Like when he mm-hmm. mentions, oh, my daughter loves peacocks and you're going out trying to make them spread their tails. Um, you're doing a favor for his sick kid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's very sweet. Yeah. Um, and then later you can, he says like, Hey, I'm going to take, I'm going to do an exposition or, uh, exhibition of this, uh, this art that you helped mm-hmm. me make. Yeah. Um, do you want to come? Um, that's optional, but of course you, you want to come check it out and you can actually meet his daughter. Um, can, can. and she I'm... makes it, you know, he's a person in the art world and she likes to hang out and kind of making fun of the, the brown nosers. I don't remember meeting there. the daughter. I, I remember talking to him and he's like, oh yeah, I love, uh, I, I love just putting up my worst work and watching I, people work to, uh, work to figure out how to compliment it and suck my dick. Cause I'm I rich. I could have swore that I, that I, that I, that I met her. Um, but again, like this, this might be a Tussin, uh, casualty, casualty of Tussin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the boss, uh, the Dark Souls 4 boss, the, uh, <laughs> casualty of Tussin. But this could be a Robotussin, uh, casualty because my nose is slowly filling up with wood and snot. Oh yeah. Um, as we as we speak, so <laughs> it could be uh, that could be what's going on. But I, I could have swore I, I remembered uh, meeting her, but uh-huh. could be misremembering. Yeah, uh, and things could have worked out differently for me compared to you. There may have been something yeah. I did I w- was meant to do but didn't do. Regardless, though, he 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 is both making cool work, like you know, he gives you this crazy, um, uh, like weirdly non representational painting of you slaying the mm-hmm. centipedes. Um, mm-hmm. and you find out that he is, uh, both making cool work and, uh, you know, looking down on the people who were trying to suck up to him. Yeah. And yeah, doing good for his daughter. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah. Real sweet quest. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, less sweet, uh, but also kind of fun is bovine blues. Um, when you, uh, go to this quarry, I uh, hear you find the miners believe that this plague has been sent against them because one of their number has been crushed by a falling cow. <laughs> a cow fell from the ceiling uh, or from the skybox rather. It's a plague, but and, with cows uh, instead of locusts. Yes, exactly. Um, falls and, and crush somebody and you have to kind of figure this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's some like labor stuff that going on too. Like the workers want hazard pay because there are cows about. Right. Right. Um, and that, you know, you want, they want to avoid that. They want you to solve the problem. So he doesn't have to pay the workers more. Yeah. Don't don't feel great about that. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, he pull, pulls you aside, saying, "Hey, prove it's not a plague." 
Um, also, the body is rotting over in the other kind of chamber of the of the quarry. So you, you know, it's attractive monsters. You're going to end up having to fight them. You follow a trail of clues and things. Turns out that it wasn't a a, a cow just straight up falling from the sky. No, there was a young slizzard. Uh, which is a horrible sounding name. <laughs> Do not like that word. <laughs> nope. I don't like saying slizzard like, yeah. one bit. Yeah. Slizzard. Because <laughs> no. it, it, it contains sliz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like not super good. No. You know, try, try again. Sliz. Try again, guys. Yeah, try again some sliz. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try up some sliz. Cool. Not good. You know? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> But uh, but what it did was it, it tried to grab a cow and take it back to the nest, uh, but it was not strong enough. It dropped the cow <laughs> after running into a, into a crane and killing it. Um, so you have to track it yep. down and kill its entire family. Yep. Slizzards must die. Yes. Mostly for being called a slizzard. Yes. Um, and a slizzard is not that different than um, – what is it like? Like the wyverns. It's like, it's like wyverns another monster. Stuff. It's like yeah. a wyvern. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a slightly different wyvern. It breathes fire. Mm-hmm. That's the big difference uh, from a normal wyvern, but as far as how you fight it, it just means stay away from its its front piece. Yep. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, and this is the quest that leads into the one where you're going and uh, getting the wagons uh, free to build the statue. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, moving on to uh, feet as cold as ice. Um, a woman, there's a Nilfgaardian embassy here, and there's a woman nearby. Says her fiancé has been missing for a little while. He went off to slay a cave beast to prove his love before marriage, because again, love is really fucked up in Toussaint yes. and uh, leads to death and misery. Uh, <laughs> yes, these, these kind of ideas of courtly love. Yeah. <laughs> so you go and find this knight. He's posted up outside of a cave. He has decided to kill this legendary beast. It's this special Spriggan, uh, uh, whose name is Grotore. Um, and the Spriggan's whole MO is that it abducts kids. You know, mm-hmm. seals or things. Yep. Just basically t- takes babies out of their cribs. And I like Spriggan fights, mm-hmm. um, so it, it's cool to do the uh, the, the fight here yeah. uh, with him. After you get that and you talk to him, um, you find out that he's actually slaying Beast to delay his marriage. <laughs> right. He's saying that he's going to go do this honorable thing because he doesn't want to get married. And if he has to keep like upping his honor stat, he'll never actually have to go through with it. So he says, yes, I will travel to Novigrad and find a more dangerous monster. Uh, my girl took great exception to this. Like, you're just going <laughs> and making a lot of trouble for other people. I'm a monster hunter. You're fucking insulting me by doing this. Uh, so, Well, and I have to save your dumbass. Yes. You know, like I'm not going to be around next time. Right, right. No. <laughs> so uh, I tell him, hey, man up. Um and tell you know just be honest with the, the this fiance about how you feel it's possible she will understand um no uh i went back and she <laughs> when i went to accept my pay turns out that the wedding is on and it's going to be in like two weeks or whatever he he was not brave enough to tell her hey i don't want to marry you um mm. so instead like you, you have the option to either tell the truth for him or not i decided to not tell the truth and set things right because that seemed like it would create more trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of none of your business at that point. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, like if he, if he wants to have cold feet, he gets to have cold feet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yep. Uh, moving on to the Tufo monster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the secret character you can play as in uh, resident evil to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you respond to this contract in the Tufo vineyard. Uh, the client is this new, like kind of snooty nobleman. It's his farmhands have been going missing, and there are these earthquakes. Right. Um, this is because there's a shale mar. Yeah. 
Um, just, just coming up and grabbing people from out in the fields. Um, yep. Tremors. Yeah. Tremors <laughs> it's, it's pretty basic. You just go and kill the Shalmar. The only like twist to this, and it barely even qualifies as that is, um, he called <laughs> the, 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 the Vintner calls the, uh, calls his wife over to explain the most recent person who's gone missing. And she's obviously having an affair with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's got just, broad just, shoulders. Know, pretty, pretty fun. Uh, also just gives you an excuse to fight a Shalmar in a non, you know, special environment. Right. Like a, a you know, a regular Shalmar, a, a, a pleasure Shalmar instead of a business Shalmar. <laughs> um, and then we, we save the best for last. Um, a, this is, so this is a contract, but it's pretty hidden. Yeah. Um, you have to find this. Yeah. It's not poster. Um, it's way off in a corner of the map. Mm-hmm. The, um, which is uh, Equine Phantoms, uh, this quest. You find this old woman named uh, Pinistry who's being tormented by something unseen. Um, she's doing a lot of hallucinogenics herself mm-hmm. and is like, you know, scratching at bugs in her skin mm-hmm. and such. Like she's, you know, she's she's in a rough way. Yeah. Like, uh, you, you, something you can... is drinking her blood. She doesn't know what it is. <laughs> right. She's never seen it. Uh, she's not aware of the wounds that are uh, uh, that are present on her. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so this is immediate, immediately hilarious, not just because of the hallucinogenics, but she doesn't really have money. All she has is potatoes. You can't work for free. So when you do the negotiation, instead of being in gold, it is in potatoes. Uh, because mm-hmm. I always, I, when I negotiate, I just raise uh, 10% from the base. I uh, accepted 66 potatoes um, in exchange mm-hmm. for doing this, but I would have done it for free. If you, uh, this is another generosity thing. If you uh, move the slider to zero, oh yeah, um, then you can you get a generosity point for not taking any of our potatoes. Oh yeah, she yeah, said no, she had plenty no. though. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a good harvest. Yeah, yeah that was, I was running low on onions. <laughs> yeah, you got to gruffle something. Yep. Um, the uh, so she makes this brew so you can see this phantom. You can't ordinarily see it. This mm-hmm. uh, it, this is a, an explicitly comedy quest. Yeah. Um, so they have to kind of stretch some rules. Here, um, you take this brew, you pass out. When you wake up, Roach is there, and he's talking to you. <laughs> she's um, talking to you is, in a dude's she's voice. She's talking to you. Yeah, use a, use a dude's voice, and like you even you you know you call her on that. And you're like, why are you using that voice? It's like, how many talking horses have you talked to? <laughs> like this is just how we talk. And this is full of like, I can imagine. Like I think this is great. I think this is very funny. Mm-hmm. I can imagine this infuriating people too. Oh yeah. You know, if if you cause just because it's so it's so goofy and so like disregards canon of any mm-hmm. kind, and it's 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 the silliest thing in the in the the three games mm-hmm. by far. Like this is so silly. Yeah. Um. And it it's there, I referenced the last episode. There's like this deep pull reference where he's like, you say like, um, oh how come you know how come I can call for you and sometimes you appear even like across an ocean. He's like, well, I'm a horse and you're my master. You know, I'll have to be there for you. <laughs> I'll be there for you who as the world falls down. And I'm like, <laughs> that's from Labyrinth. That's like a specific <laughs> lyric from a David Bowie song from Labyrinth. <laughs> what is, well, that's, a, that's a deep pull, TV Project Red. What are you doing? You know? <laughs> They're just having fun. And so am I. Like, it's, did you just have that stuck in your head at the time you wrote this? Like, it's a real <laughs> weird thing for him to say in a quest with no other Labyrinth, you know, David Bowie, let alone Labyrinth references. Right. <laughs> There's a couple of David Bowie things in the DLC, but like, right. super fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I am super fucking into it is the thing. And no, I me, me too. It's, it's very funny. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I love it. If somebody says, hey, guys, stop having fun. And they try and pull a you you can't like the videos that were made to promote uh, Team Fortress 2. Then I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, 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 
I don't, I don't think anyone's going to take issue with us. I can just imagine yeah. someone playing this and being like, oh, yeah, that was silly. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's incredibly silly that, that that line about like, you know, how, how do you, you know, how is it you can appear over oceans? He says, OK, how can you cross oceans instantaneously, but you still get hung up on fences? Roach's response yeah. is, well, we all have our limitations. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's super it's super fourth wall. You know, yeah. and even down to uh, and you, you use this this opportunity to like clear the air a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, because because you're, you're writing, you know, so eventually you see this ghost and you chase it. Uh, it's this Umbra. Mm -hmm. And that is why uh, that's when you get in this talking. And she, he's just like, girl, you know, I gotta tell you, like your writing skills could, you know, could be improved. Sometimes I don't know if I'm supposed to go right, left or just twerk where I'm standing, you know, and, and, and <laughs> excuse just, me. Well, what's working? Be, <laughs> yeah. You, you could stand to be a little bit more responsive. Like they're just kind of like having it out. Yeah. Over the horse mechanics. <laughs> Yeah, very, very cute. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Over the mechanics of the game. Right. And it's also there's an edge to this, too, where it's like, I like Roach a lot, but I know that whenever a horse dies, Geralt just gets a new one and names it Roach. <laughs> so this is like the reality is we're dealing with like Roach number nine or whatever. Right, right. In this. Uh, and uh, so it, it's a uh, it's it kind of undercuts any sweetness that it has, but that's kind of good. Uh huh. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're, you're, you're chasing after the spirit that itself is manifested as a horse, the, you know, this umber spirit, um, you know, so you, you, you eventually chase it to this grave, um, of a knight who's of a similar age to Panastri. Um, and as you're, as you're examining stuff, Geralt does his whole, you know, talking about the clues, Roach calls him out on that. Like, Hey, why are you talking to yourself? Just thinking aloud helps me focus. Like, Oh, that's why he does that in the games. Okay. Um, as you're, yeah. ch as you're chasing the Umbra, um, Geralt says, run Roach, run. And Roach says, what the fuck do you think I'm doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, we, we can't really, uh, if you haven't seen this or if you're not going to play these games, like it isn't a surfer dude voice dude. Like yes. you mentioned that, but like, yeah, it's pretty funny because nobody else, it's not only is it a dude's voice, but it's also no one else in this world uses this modern diction. The, the closest is Dandelion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Very, very funny. Um, when you actually get to the the Umbra, um, the Umbra, you find out what happened was the Umbra had like tortured his horse because his horse or killed his horse because his horse made him lose a tourney. Right. Uh, there. Um, and to get rid of him, like the lady has to forgive him uh, for that. Um, and you get to choose whether you want to fight him or uh, if you can forgive him there. Right. And uh, one thing I don't like about this quest, I do like this quest, but you get to say like, I'll leave that up to Roach, but then you still make the decision. Yeah. For it. And I wish that Roach just made the decision because we we forgot this, but earlier Roach had been doing uh, detective stuff. Oh yeah, like he walks around, you follow him, and he's using his Witcher senses <laughs> to like make determinations and stuff, which is really cute. Yeah, or she, I guess it's it's difficult with the voice. Yes, but she. <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, I, I left it to Roach as well. So you know, it's 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 kind of sweet. You know, she says, "Well, it didn't well, deserve." Then, then Roach says. Well, you can't leave it to Roach. You can say that you're going to leave it to Roach, and then you get the option. Yeah, for what yeah. Roach that's, says. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that's what that's what I thought I was doing. She's like, oh, you know, like she she was really just doing what she told her, and but however, <laughs> Roaches horses don't hold grudges, so blab mm. just gives you more yeah, information no, I, on that. I killed him. Horses yeah. horses do hold grudges. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I wasn't going to truck with animal animal cruelty. Yeah. So me and Roach teamed up to kill uh, <laughs> to kill this this horse murderer. Yeah. It's like we killed uh, D David Simon. <laughs> uh for for making luck um, so. yeah um so you return to penestry and get your reward and this is when the brew the brew wears off um and uh you know as uh, you know as uh roach's voice fades away he says oh that's horse shit yeah um yep like a, fi that. a fitting end yeah 
for the uh, for the DLC and for for your adventures with uh, with Roach comedy quests and uh, yeah and side quests. The um, it's very cool of them to do, and we talked about this a lot in all of our like because now this, we've probably talked about Witcher three stuff for like what twelve hours or something like that. Possibly you know, yeah. there's like a lot of Witcher three stuff that we've done. Yeah, um, and I don't I don't really we talked about this multiple times before. I don't really forget it, but I like how funny this. Uh, the series can be mm-hmm. um it's something that people don't i think you know last episode we were talking about that that essential uh kind of misdirect that comes mm-hmm. with the series like that's one of the big ones it's like you just don't think about it as being a funny series but it is yeah you know it's... like this this is this section you know i don't know if we relate it but this section with 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 roach is like laugh out loud funny at like yes. multiple points yeah um and multiple you know several like great balls of granite quest mm-hmm. like you know it sounds very like juvenile and simple but it's uh, the articulation of it is very funny like yeah and it fits in with toussaint too <laughs> like the, the only the only humor thing that has felt really out of place is the you know that we've talked about here recently is um the you know equine phantoms you know yeah. like like other stuff feels of a piece and it's it's kind of funny like as we're talking about that that humor is not really a part of this game's reputation it's only people who have played and know the series that talk about that uh, based yeah. on what i've seen Right. People talk about how good the side quests are, how, how good the writing is, things like that. But the humor is never specifically called out. Mm-hmm. And it's not, uh, it's really great because it's not, um, you know, it, it needs it. Mm-hmm. Like you, you kind of can't have like really, really excellent writing with no humor. Of course. Like you, you can, but it, it just helps so much. And this, this is such a long experience. It would just be so dour and it would contribute too much damage to Geralt as a character like making him unlikable yeah. if he wasn't kind of funny, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, it, it's a, it's a really fitting kind of ending to go out on that note, which we, you know, again, we talked about in the last episode, but still uh, to kind of reiterate, reiterate here as we kind of leave our, our Witcher three coverage behind us. Mm-hmm. So good stuff. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Yeah. I really don't know that I have any other like summing up thoughts for blood and wine or for the Witcher three in general. Like this has been a lot of I fun. Think, yeah, I think we got it out last, uh, last episode. Yeah. For the most part. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, thanks everybody for, for joining us on this. I know that a lot of people who weren't going to play those games just listen to the episodes. Mm-hmm. So happy to be of service. Um, if you have anything to say about, uh, by the time this comes out, it will be likely too late mm-hmm. for, uh, for Witcher, uh, for blood and wine thoughts. But if you have anything to say about Baldur's Gate two, uh, hit us up at duckfeed.tv slash contact. Yeah. And we'll be announcing our January games uh, next week. Yes. Um, so uh, like we said, duckfeed.tv slash contact, the deadline for each month's uh, response episode is the 15th of that month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what else can they do? Cole? Well, uh, what we would most appreciate is going to patreon.com slash duckfeed TV. That is the way that we make money off of doing these shows. Um, it is the way that we, uh, kind of bumped up the number of episodes that we do each year. And that has been very fun and good. And, uh, I appreciate everybody who has uh, given so far. Absolutely. Yep. And, uh, you know, the other thing you can do is spread the word either through writing, uh, a review, uh, for us or just telling friends, yeah. um, about the show and telling people on message boards, you know, in, in meat space or mm-hmm. in the cybersphere. Yeah. In the Compu Orb, uh, you can tell people. <laughs> so both of which are appreciated. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's probably about it. Just about. Um, yeah. So uh, thanks everybody, and until next time, uh, what should they watch out for, Cole? Um, they should watch out for that dastardly 
what 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 is the name of Bowie's character in Labyrinth? Jareth. Yeah. Every watch out for Gareth. Because again, because of Geralt, you see. Yeah, Jareth of Riviera. So do there's so much snot inside my uh, yeah inside my it, nasal it's, cavity. It's, it's amazing. Re- it's remarkable. I so the 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 quandary. I didn't and, know that was such a big cavity. How come I can't use that for so, anything? So 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 that's the thing. I've never <laughs> just just keep like, like throwing stars in yeah, coins or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, uh oh my gosh. Like I, I I don't know how to phrase this question for a doctor, but like is it just that the cavity is big and it is full of a ridiculous amount of snot, or is it that I am producing mm. snot so quickly? Yeah, or that it just feels bad because it's something that's never meant to be full. Mm, yeah, you know, like it's like how how a uh, uh, kidney stone feels super bad because it's a solid in a tube meant for liquids. Mm, yeah, you know, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's really unpleasant though. It's mm. like luckily, like luckily, it is the last remaining symptom, so I'm like all right to operate, but it's yeah. uh, it's a real bummer. Yeah, blah. <laughs>